Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. How are you doing? <laughs> I am aligned and balanced. <laughs> okay. Well, then that means we're definitely ready to get this thing started. Um, of course, I'm always excited to uh, be catching up with you, uh, you know, and welcome fam. We are excited that you're with us as well. I know that today we will be covering um, dating because we promise you a little more fun dating episode, but this mm-hmm. is going to be, this is going to be a real dating episode because of course we stay in contact with the community and there's some things that have come up for us that have kind of evolved where we were going to discuss and then of course we are wrapping up april and so we're getting ready to head into may which means we're in full spring mode april um, so, by fast oh, quick quick fast and in a hurry but it's so, sunny <laughs> well you know it's time for those may flowers so it actually makes sense you know it's transitioning quite nicely i know my allergies are insane right now even the rain when it is spring and allergy season has me mm-hmm. in a tizzy so i know that as the sun comes out and things that pollen count goes up i am looking forward to using my allergy medicine so yay <laughs> i was what you gonna shout about but no they're not a sponsor so no, 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 I am not at this time. Maybe one day they will be, but uh, but at this time, no. So, girl, there's been so much going on just in general. You know, we're excited about dating and relationships, but before we get into all that, how was your week? Um, yeah, you know how you think your week is going to go one way and it goes totally another way? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and put you on your ASS, so Yeah. Um, I'm recuperating and I will be, um, lounging this weekend. Um, everybody else will probably be out and about. There's lots of events and the sun is out and it's, mm-hmm. it's in the seventies and people freak mm-hmm. out. Whew, you know what Up happens here in Washington. Washington. I said, you know what happens when Seattle gets a seven degree day. Oh my goodness. You're going to see Daisy Dukes and flip flops and people. It's a full on summer day when it gets into the 70s. <laughs> girl they they, i mean it's it's gonna go right into next week you know with may 5th being a full moon okay well i will definitely have on my hazmat (laughs) suit if i have to do any going outside because you know i mean the hazmat suit is really important because (laughs) because of the allergies and then just the people just losing it acting like people are not getting sick out there because actually it's so funny i i know a lot of people who are getting sick now after everything is supposed to be calm because everyone is super relaxed. So I'm like, okay, just, you know, mm-hmm. practice good, good hygiene, honey. You but, know, wear your, wear your mask when appropriate, how to use that sanitizer, have some wipes with you, trust nothing. <laughs> but going back to the full moon on May 5th, it is called a flower moon, which, you know, makes sense in May. Right. Um, and it's also, uh, S- Cinco de Mayo. That's what I'm thinking of when I think of May 5th. And they also uh, call it a planting, milk, or hair moon. And so basically it's just a time of abundance. You know, give thanks, but give thanks always. So, Yeah, okay. No, I definitely like that. You know, we're (gasps) always into the moon. (laughs) Oh, oh, and I already almost forgot because I had mentioned it the last episode. 
retrograde. May the dates are May second to October eleventh. Um, well, so it's just a retrograde year. So we're not going to worry about that. It's, it's, it's a retrograde <laughs> year, but you know, with this, you just you want to. It's basically it's going to bring light to areas in our lives that we really need to work through or work mm. on, and so you know, you can ask yourself questions like, what are my unresolved wounds? Are there any habits or behaviors that have negatively or negatively impacting my life? You know, journal, sit down, meditate, get by yourself. Oh, I like that because I think that's going to help people when they're out here trying to date because we've been kind of playing around with some of these dating scenarios um, throughout the month. And I know that we asked earlier in the month, the question like, you know, what, um, what is a bad question to be asked on a first date? And I feel like you're telling everyone that retrograde is going to have everyone cleaning up these wounds and making themselves better for potential partners or partnerships yeah, or alignment. Still got to go through that shadow work, so it's going to be an ugly part part of the process. Well, thankfully it's springtime, so everybody ha- enjoy your spring flings now that we're out of hibernation and be ready for those summer romances. Okay, that's that's how I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then do some self-work too. If the spring fling ended too quickly or it didn't work or was weird, you analyze that before you get into your full blown summer romance. So <laughs> this is optimistic Mila today. <laughs> so what what are uh what what are a couple of questions that you know you like to hear or you like to ask for these new found interest girl you know me i'm i am not opposed to questions um so i don't hate or love any question but i definitely have been i definitely did look up a few questions um that people said oh these are like terrible questions to ask and um some of them surprised me things like how long have you been single? Like I get when people say, you know, when you're going on a first date to not necessarily bring up like, why did your last relationship end? That's considered a bad question or, you know, anything too personal, but people had questions like considered like, what's your passion? Like, that's a good first question, first date question. And to me, that question is kind of cringy. I don't, I don't like, what's my passion? I'm like, okay, but because I feel more like that's like a job, <laughs> a job interview. So I'm like, oh, what's no, my it's passion? Just a, it's a broad question. Yeah, but I don't love it. But they consider that some of the um, the things that I was looking over, some of the, the dating books and help and all that. They're like, oh, yeah, that's a, a interesting question. Like, what are you passionate about? What's your passion? I'm you like, already okay. know I don't you already know I don't like why are you single I'll be like why are you divorced like yeah. let's, let's get into it then well then and then they ask you well why are you divorced so are you gonna be okay with that <laughs> counter so that's why I said girl the why, why are you, you single doesn't you bother me <laughs> yeah right why you ain't got kids or why you got five kids let's get into it then okay well because you know I mean but the thing <laughs> is what is your intention when you ask question it's like you're making it combative because right. i'm like if someone has five kids i don't know if they bring that up on the first date or maybe they do <laughs> no no they typically yeah. don't you know how it is the female the female to the male nah they're not bringing that up no that's what i was gonna say so i don't say expect the question like why you have five kids but if you ask someone like that that means you guys are sparring are you guys having a good conversation <laughs> are you trying to get to know someone are you trying to repel that man but you might have pulled that information. Them? You could have pulled that information from, you know, Google. <laughs> oh, because you because because we know Monique is doing her deep dive. If you go down on a date with her, she's already run the the proper background check. Okay, and I'm not the mad. Carfax. 
<laughs> you've, you've already contacted TransUnion and Experian if I know you, girl. <laughs> you got all the details. Lexus, but no, Lexus. Yeah, girl, that's not, ooh, people who work in certain industries, we know about that. <laughs> Lexus, Lexus, even though you, you know, you're not really supposed to use it. Gov. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're not supposed to be just out here using that it's in the courtsawa.gov will give you a, a will give you a, like a Carfax. Who child? Yeah, and and for any state, because I know we do tend to speak on Washington State, but right. we 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 look at the country as a whole, the United States, and you know, every state has a way to find out your facts and figures. And thankfully, we live in an era of Google. Hey, it or love it you can easily put in some information so i always like to say make sure you have someone's government name the funniest random story sidebar of course um i remember going out with a with a friend <laughs> and we were celebrating because it was fleet week in seattle so that happens during the summer and we were kind of hitting up the clubs Ooh, and it was navy it was... boys i know <laughs> so but this was this was a, this was many years ago i'll say <clears throat> Just, just men for the, in uniforms. Yeah, just to protect the innocent. We'll say this is many years ago. So I, I, we were standing in line, and it's this is like an after hours club at this point, and so the, on the pier. No, it, it was it was in more downtownish. But girl, don't don't worry about it. We're not the location doesn't matter. What the bouncer did is what everybody needs somebody to do for you because we were going in a group. Like we had picked up this random person that said they worked for the military. Not not me, but I wasn't by myself, and I was with a gentleman anyway. So it you know I wasn't outnumbered or whatever, and it, whatever. So. <laughs> The bouncer, though, decided to, like, read out our names. Like, I don't know what made him do that. So the bouncer did the thing that I've never seen done before. He just names off our names. So he says, my friend in front of me is full government name. First, last, middle. Oh, no. <laughs> and then uh, he says my name, you know, first, middle, last. And then the guy that. Names too. Yes, yes, yes. And then the guy behind us who was coming with us, who we had met at another location and was kind of just going with my friend and I to, you know, to this new club. Uh, they said his name. And my friend and I both stopped and looked at each other because we were like, that ain't really the name he gave us. So we were like, hmm, it just helped us stay alert. And when it was time to leave, we definitely made up a janky excuse to get rid of him because he was still he was still tagging along at like five and six in the morning. So we were like, oh, well, you know, I got to go get my car and he got to drop me off here. So let's drop you back off at your hotel first and we'll get with you later. Like we. we oh, I got an alias. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Well, see, and that's the funny thing. See, because the alias is I know we do inside the club to protect ourselves or when you don't want to be bothered. But right. Uh, but I will say when the when the bouncer at the door puts everybody on blast. But I said, oh, that's a good way to really find out what the deal is. So I don't know why that bouncer was doing that, but I'll just take it as thank you, Lord. And keep it pushing, but right because they <laughs> usually don't do them. And I think even when you go to like you know comedy clubs or other mm-hmm. establishments, they don't say your name out loud like that. I mean, that's putting somebody on on blast. So right, you you mentioned Monica dating questions that you don't like. So we all know if you see Monica and you go on a first date with her, you know that she's going to have done some basic background about you to feel safe and that she is going to hate you and not want to deal with you if you ask her, why are you single? Or, hey, you're pretty. Why are you single? Compliment. <laughs> yeah. Insert compliment. Um, why are you 
single. single. Yeah, let's not let's, let's not, not talk like that. No. So with that in mind, Monica, what is the question that you do like to hear on your first date? Like what keeps the conversation flowing for you that you're not offended by? And I hope during this retrograde season, we all are doing work. Hint, hint, sis. Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, one of the questions that was posed to me not too long ago um, Mm -hmm. from a, a, a brother uh, that mm-hmm. I've been conversating. He had, he had asked. He said, "If you had a million, ten million dollars right now, what are the like first five things you would do?" And I was like, "That's a good question. I've never had anyone just ask me that question. It just makes you get into a different mind frame, mm-hmm. you know. Especially, you know, the manifesting abundance mind frame. Like, what do you really? If if it was." Or if you didn't have to worry about, you know, money, what would you really want to do? Okay, I like that question. Okay, that's a good question. I mean, that would definitely keep the conversation flowing. Um, I know that uh, when I was looking at uh, some of these ones, they asked things like, if you could go anywhere or where would you like to travel next to or, you know, where have you been? Are you a traveler? Things like that. I'm okay mm-hmm. with those conversations. I think they always kind of, let you know a little bit about your partner as well. Like if someone right. has a passport, how serious they are. Like if someone says, oh, I'd like to travel. Well, then what kind of travel? Do you travel internationally? Do you travel domestically? Do you have a passport? It just, you know, it can definitely jumpstart a conversation. Right. So are you on that Interpol? would be a question. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that's a detective figure. But see, I like that question because that gets the question started. So that's a question I like. Um, now you asked me what question do I hate or do I just, I despise um, no, I don't, I can't really say there's anything that I really despise. It's just a matter of how it's presented and if I feel like answering it. So, um, you know, that is exciting. But now, Monica, because it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, April, and we, you know, we were glossing over that. But, you know, our priority is always making sure that the family, the community, and people are aware of things that maybe they're taking for granted or, or just remembering to look out for each other in a different, different way. Um, mm-hmm. This time when I was thinking about sexual assault awareness month, I was thinking of that show. Um, I may destroy you. Um, and it came on a few years ago by um, Michaela Cole. Um, she was the writer, I guess the, the visionary behind it and the star. And I remember watching that show and thinking, cause it was about dating and kind of, moving within society and the new norms and what's acceptable and not acceptable. Um, and for me, I, it just had me going, what, you know, what, what I, what, what do I now consider to be like assault or, you know, or inappropriate things? Because in the show they had things, they mentioned things like someone sending you uh, a unwanted text message that maybe was sexual and content that you didn't want, like you know all those you know you DPs. Talking about dick pics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I said DPs, but yes, exactly, yeah, and how that is actually considered 
assault now under kind of the new broader definition of just, you know, both parties have to be consenting um, and it can't be, you know, and it could be anything. It could be something as simple as a woman walking down the street or a man walking down the street and having someone, you know, grab your butt or grab your breast or when you're on the public transportation, someone pressing up against you with your, with their, you know, body and it's mm-hmm. unwanted by you. That That is considered now a form of sexual assault. It's not just kind of the stereotypical, you know, just hard, fast, you know, rape or non-consensual assault. You know, it's, it's, it's little things. It's a little bit more subtle. Um, it might be subtle, but I got cracked. Like, it just depends. <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't, I don't blame you. And that's not unwarranted. But uh, for me in the show, there was the thing where this guy, he was on a date in the in the show and he didn't really want to go any further but the Mm -hmm. guy didn't necessarily penetrate him or take off his clothes but he did like unwanted grinding on him Mm -hmm. and it it really traumatized him because uh it you know it it wasn't consensual and I really I really like the fact that people are talking more about consent I mean we grew up um with the, the campaign models no no means no just say no um but I don't know how many people, because no, I think no, we all no, know, because no, no. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows someone who um, and, and or has experienced some kind of sexual trauma. I think when we were talking about that, we kind of were like, wow, yeah, this happened. And, and I, it is considered sexual trauma. So when you go out for a first date, Monica, do you bring any kind of protection with you? I, I keep some weapons in the car. Um, I'm not going to say what it is. No, that's why I love you because it's T-Town in you, girl. You might as well say t <laughs> When you say that kind of stuff, go ahead and say T-Town, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I, I, best assured, if I'm not going through TSA, I, I have some weapons on me and it, I, you know, slowly I will, you know, get the other type of artillery, but mm-hmm. it's, it's weapons. It'll, it'll hurt you. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, and I make sure to also someone knows. Best believe, someone knows where, where I'm you're at. Go- okay, and I like that, and I always want to kind of bring that point up too. So it's like you have kind of an accountability partner. Like if you're going on a first date, especially you know, I know that you do more real real life dating, and mm-hmm. I I sometimes will meet people versus social media, or well, I won't say social media, that's not me, but um, the oh, I, have, I have done online dating in the past. So yes, I think it's really essential that your girls or your, you know, whoever it is that you trust know, like, I'm about to go with this person, you know, send me a text. Like, I'll, I'll have a whole, <laughs> I'll have a whole list, like, send me a text in 10 minutes, you know, um, and then call me in an hour. And depending on how it's going, I will use that as my excuse, you know, like I I just have a whole system set up. But I do like the idea of bringing like having some kind of mace or pepper spray or (laughs) or bear spray or something um, with you. A a taser. I know a girlfriend who dated uh, dated her partner for many years and their first encounter, she had a taser and they weren't even on a date. But he was like, well, you know, you could tase me. You know, I guess he didn't think she would do it. And she tased the shit. <laughs> He's still alive? Because yeah, they, no, they, they will kill somebody. I yeah. mean, if you need to have some eye contact. 
eye contact solution, but you didn't hear that from me. So yeah. Oh well, that I see. I'm scared of eye contact solution because that's back in the day. That's how people would get roofied. You know, like they put that eye contact solution and they drink, and you know, somebody has no memory. So I'm I'm kind of leery about those kind of things. But um, I know that people have the little alarms on their keys Mm -hmm. you know or your car whistles yep the whistles yeah I mean just kind of any just anything to kind of get yourself out of a bind because I've also been watching the show The Power not to be confused with stars 50 cent produced drama called Power but The Power on Amazon is based off of a book where women all of a sudden get like electrical power throughout their body and one of the first things that they kind of started bringing to light is that now women feel safe where they felt fearful before because you know they couldn't walk at they had all these rules that as women we naturally do or we should do to be safe within society because anything can happen to you as I I don't want to say the weaker sex I hate that I hate that verbiage but just as someone who could be overpowered who could be yeah who could be overpowered Mm -hmm. and so um, when I thought about that, I was like, wow, that's a point. Cause it was a little 17 year old or 16 year old girl who was like, she was like, it got dark and I was out running, but I didn't even feel the need to like come. She said, I, I walked home and I wasn't scared and I wasn't afraid. And I didn't, you know, and she just kind of talked about the freedom that having this ability to protect herself and to feel safe constantly allowed her to have. So I couldn't even imagine because <laughs> you know, I live in a pretty safe neighborhood, but I, I'm not running at night. I'm not walking at night. Thank no. you. Yeah. And that's now, what I was going to ask. Dog, if I have a dog with me and somebody else with me, probably, but by myself, nah. No, of course. Cause there's safety in numbers. I mean, when you think about it, I, do you feel like, I don't think about not feeling safe as a woman, but I do know that there are things that I do that are different than how men operate um, and how men and other people may choose to live their life. Are there any things that jump out to you, Monica, that you do that you realize that other other people or, or men may not do um, just, just to protect your safety and your security as a woman in these streets? My head's on a swivel. Um, I have eye contact. I, you know, try to remember pe- what people are wearing just in case, especially if you get that knot in your stomach, <laughs> you better listen to it. Mm-hmm. Intuition, Holy Spirit, you better listen to it and mm-hmm. uh, move accordingly because mm-hmm. it, it does not lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like parking garages you know you just got to be aware because it's like do you take the elevator or do you take the stairs i'm much quicker on the stairs okay so i don't want to be stuck with somebody i don't know inside of a box yeah (laughs) yeah okay i can understand that i mean it depends on the time of day i know for me i like to make sure that i have my keys um already out before I get like out of my car oh, in that any too. location. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's something simple, but I've actually been around. It's so fun. It's so interesting. Cause I, I was around some, some, uh, you know, gentlemen and you know, they don't think about that. They just jump out the car, like whatever. I'm like, we don't have a key. What are we going to do? We're going to get up here and be fumbling around for the keys, not able to get inside, you know, like that's a danger thing. Like if you're a woman and you're doing that, anyone could come up behind a tree, a bush or anything, you know, you're just, you're just out there fumbling 
fumbling around instead of getting inside where you need to. So I always try to make mm-hmm. sure that I have my keys out and they're they're ready to go. And also keys can be used as a weapon in defense. So I'm like, okay. Sure I, can. Go yeah. for the eyes. <laughs> exactly. So I, I like that. Okay, so. Or the neck, the jugular right there. No, I mean, well, hey, I mean, we, we're talking real, That's right? That's where people bleed the most, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, hey, I tell you, uh, they say the soft parts, right? Eyes, right. like you said, jugular, testicles, you know, anything that allow you to escape and to run away, you know? And I do understand that every situation doesn't, is it going to be that kind of a situation because sometimes you are overpowered. Sometimes they do have a weapon. And we, of course, we always say survive because there's help and we can help you get past it but sometimes it's just surviving the ordeal as Mm -hmm. well which is which is you know what made me really think about that statement in power the you know the power was like oh wow you know I guess you know women do all kinds of things that men don't have to really even think about or consider when it comes to their safety because they're not worried about someone you know like um like you said, you, you look around, your head is on a swivel. You're always trying to pay attention to what is happening around you. Um, and I, I feel this, especially now I'm going to put in a little ethnic, ethnic thing in here. I especially feel as a black woman, I need to, because I know that, you know, sometimes our community can be hard on women when bad things happen to us. Like, well, girl, right. why were you, yeah, why were you out at one thirty? Why were you, oh, you already knew all mm-hmm. the rules. So we already have to set ourselves on such a high standard with protecting ourselves out here in these streets. So I definitely know that oh, that can be, that can be a stress exercise in itself. Right. That because- did make, that did, um, sorry, not to cut you off. That uh, made me think, you know, when you said, you know, do you walk at night, walk in the dark? Mm-hmm. This was several years ago, but, and I was uh, you, downtown Tacoma Hilltop, mm-hmm. but I wasn't by myself though. I was with a man mm-hmm. who's actually like a fighter. So I wasn't yeah. I felt safe, but yes. that's the last time you saw homegirl running at night. <laughs> okay and let's and let's make sure we make sure that they know that he's not like a street fighter he's actually a professional fighter where if you know if he got into a confrontation with someone then um then it would be serious for that person because this is what this oh, person yeah. does is there a fighter exactly because <laughs> i think sometimes people hear fighter you're like oh yeah he could he could handle himself he can hand out two pieces and a biscuit no we're no, not talking about street MMA, fighting mma fighter fighter yeah, yeah. he would have he whipped somebody down <laughs> So, okay. So, yeah, but you were out there running. And I appreciate that because that's what this conversation does is it brings back, you know, moments or memories. For me, I was thinking about um, online dating. And this was kind of during the early in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, because by the time the pandemic was done, girl, I was not trying to be online doing nothing because it was just a, a hell show. But nonetheless, I remember... <laughs> And, and one of my girlfriends, the way she put this comment was she she said, in my next life, I want to come back at, with the confidence of a white man. She said, because this is ridiculous. And it was so crazy. So I thought the it person reminds me of Sierra's song. If I was a boy. <laughs> oh, it was crazy because he, you know, he was a, a teacher. This person that I was, you know, just kind of having casual back and forth exchange with, mm-hmm. you know, they were a teacher 
they did not live in the same state as me. So it would have always been kind of an online type of conversation or maybe something, it could have been something more serious. I don't know. It never got there. You know, it was just the first date question type, you know, like we're just kind of getting to know each other. You know, they sent you a look. I don't even think we had exchanged real contact information. We were still in just the inquiry. Yeah. We were still, you know, communicating through the site. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, eventually the person's like, well, do you want to have like um, a, a Skype date? Because that was starting to be the trend then. It's like, oh, people are Skype dating. You know, you get a glass of wine or have a meal and you just, you know, it's since you can't do any of this pay- person to person, you do it online. And so I was like, okay, yeah, we can do a Skype date, girl. <laughs> I had, didn't even have Skype. So I had to download and do all the other crap, you know, to get Skype. And once I... I'm in there, you know, I'm fully clothed, dressed, you know, trying to have my hair looking decent, you know, I have my little glass of tea, I I think I had like a cocktail, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I was prepared, girl, as soon as the camera comes on, I remember I've only seen, you know, everyone's internet picture is always sometimes different than the reality, girl, why this man? Open, open up the Skype and the camera, girl, he didn't have no clothes on. No, no, girl, nothing on him, nothing on him. And he had to be a good 450. I was like, oh, and you know, I'm not, honey, I got my plus size card. So I'm not shaming anyone. Uh, I know everybody's body positive, but it just was not what I was expecting. Because at 450 with that, you, I I didn't have to necessarily see no dingling because it was too much other things going on. <laughs> but, so uncouth. But if, girl, it took my breath away. I was like, oh, disconnect. I was so bad. And then, you know, he tried to apologize. And I said, what, 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 what? I'm confused. Like, we haven't had a conversation on the, you know, like, we, what will make you even think? Uh, bye. Boy, Does bye, honey. That was, only? That, boy, bye. Because, you know what? That really offends me. And then this is another side of Mila that, that, you know, you know this side and it is, oh, you're not about to get something for free off of me that people pay for. If you want to have sexual conversations and do fans only or only fans type things, so you better get yourself a membership or you better be paid. You're not, you're not going to be working me to death over here, making me look at things mm-hmm. that make me want to vomit. Okay. Yeah, Cause unsol- I don't like un- that. Un- unsolicited news picks no bueno and that and then to kind of now like i said going making it all full circle going back to looking at what is considered sexual assault realizing that that is considered sexual assault right and men Mm -hmm. do all kind of creepy things all the time i mean at one time when i first got into online dating you have two conversations with someone and they're ready to send you a a dick pic or whatever a dp and it was crazy my my friend my friends and i started calling them thumbs you know because one day my my mom was near my phone, but she didn't have her glasses on. And she was like, is that a thumb? She said, people are just sending you thumbs up. <laughs> Girl, I wanted to pass out. Oh, I said, no. I said, oh, I said, oh, no, mom, don't worry about this. And I, I realized, oh, yeah, I said, I, I need to have one of those black notifications. Yes. Not big notifications. Girl, they were sending thumbs left and right. I said, I, I and the thumbs weren't great. I said, I don't even know why men would do this. I said, do you want to get a date or do you want someone to say no? Because sending your thumb is never a good way to get a woman's attention because the thumbs never look the way you think they're going to look. Okay. And it's really interesting because I found that I didn't get as many thumbs from brothers as I did from non-brothers. And that's just, that's just, I don't, I don't. That's a whole nother episode. Yes. I was like. Context and mm, what they mm. 
believe that yeah. <laughs> black women are about or objectifying us all this other nonsense I said but I see so many little I said child please and it's not even that they all little they just I just didn't need to see it (laughs) I said honey convince me to you know like honey treat me special make me want to see the thumb don't just voluntarily force that thumb on me because that is never going to be a good idea Uh, and so and then I realized all of that is assault so out here people out here online dating and getting bombarded with trash that's assault and that's why people like to do it online because they feel like they can get away with it because they're anonymous but be aware if you feel a certain way and you don't want to date online date anymore or you've been traumatized like that I hear you sis Mila see you I have I have been there it is it is crazy I mean and it feels very disrespectful like I said I felt super disrespectful yeah I was like and I said if this was real life you already know it wouldn't have happened because that's when I have to channel that spirit of the ancestors in DMX and I would have went off but you know people try anything um, well, that would have been world. on the news because you know if they expose <laughs> themselves out in public that that usually gets on the news it does and that's why they feel really comfortable and then they feel like oh well I'm not sitting in my face I'm like but fool you done sent your number you done gave me all this backstory I never delete nothing I was like you know you better hope receipts. I never want to write a book okay because that is my nickname honey I love a good receipt I oh she's like... writing a book y'all <laughs> So I was, well, you know, so I said, people might want to check themselves. Okay. Sending out all these, you know, DPs, but um, that was just, that was a sidebar on it, but it is crazy out here in this era of, you know, sexual assault and, and being aware of what is considered, you know, assault. Cause people be out here being assaulted left and right and not realizing it. And I'm glad to actually now get to live in an era where we can say, you know, this is this isn't right or this makes me feel uncomfortable, which kind of right. leads me to another sidebar conversation we were having because a popular um, podcaster and blogger that you and I have both kind of followed on and off for years had an incident that happened um, in a foreign country. And that kind of got us to thinking about, OK, what does sexual assault look like um, outside of the lens of the United States? Because we do have a lot of rights and freedoms, even if I know at times we don't feel like we do as women right. in the States, but some countries, they do not have that same standard. You know, and we each were- Each country we, is different. Exactly, because I think, Monica, you brought up the point where um, women um, should be able to wear whatever they want to. And I said, that's a very American way of looking at things because- in the other country, they could have a different religious, cultural standard and certain things be not accepted or oh, no. considered yeah, no, inappropriate. I, I, no, I didn't say that. I said when we were discussing her because she had changed clothes, she, she was thinking, you know, maybe I can, you know, I'll put this on, but you gotta be, you gotta be aware mm-hmm. and um, um, aware and not inebriated either. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Be cautious, especially if you're solo traveling. I know that's a really popular thing now. Everyone's like, I'm just going to forget my friends. I'm just going to go out and explore the world by myself. I say do due diligence. Do due diligence, sis. Don't just follow a travel blogger and be like, oh, this country is so safe because she stayed at the Four Seasons and that's where I'm going to stay. Girl, don't buy the hype. We were saying, listen to get the local news, not Algeria, not BBC Go mm-hmm. to the country you're traveling and get their local news. Go Start to YouTube that. first before yep. you, yeah, like you said, the 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 real news. 
<laughs> yeah, because you'll see everything going thing. on. You be like, dang. I know, I know. I had a friend. I said you you talked about uh, one of my exes, Monica, and this is funny because you said he had you watching the real African news. I said, yeah, honey. He showed me they were still in staircases. I said, wait, what? What is that? They were robbing the reporter on new on the t- on the TV, like during the national broadcast news for the evening. Like we're here, right outside of whatever hospital where the president has just gone to have a surgery. Wait, no, no, we are recording right now. You know, you're not about to hold us up, like <laughs> the newscaster and the thieves like they were trying to rob them while they were recording for the news i said and then you know then we know the travel blogger has everyone thinking that this country is you know oh it's just like um california or it's just like rodeo drive or this feels just like um being in the hamptons girl you're trying to get some people killed right because you know rodeo going. drive the next street over is downtown la so i mean <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Monica. That you know, that's my expression. It make it make sense. We it doesn't. I don't. I don't understand that. You know, you have to break this down for me, elementary style. Like, honey, get this one plus one to equal two, sometimes three, but it has to make sense. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so when you think about um, traveling as a solo traveler, as a woman, Monica, what's one of the first things that you do to protect yourself or to kind of ensure that you're okay? Uh, I do travel solo, haven't internationally Mm -hmm. yet. Uh, Of course, people know where I'm going. I give, I email my itinerary to family and friends. They're aware of that. So Mm -hmm. they'll know where where I'm at at all times. Uh, Share your location with a person Mm -hmm. you trust. Um, so they always have that also, you know, when I land, depart, arrival, um, someone's getting a text. Uh, That's true. Stay in contact with the people. Cause that is the best way to know that something is wrong with your person. Right. If you have a schedule for contacting your family, you don't, then they can know to start being, do you, do you like to use Uber when you travel? Like I, I do like to use Uber and I know people have, have had safety and I've had some weird I've had two weird moments in Uber where I haven't felt safe. But what I did is I stayed on the phone with someone who I knew was an accountability partner. Like um, one time it was my mom and the other time it was my girlfriend. And then I hung up from her. I was like, I got to call my mom. I got to call someone who I know, honey, if this hits the fan, she going to make sure they knew she, she was this, she was doing that. This, you know, like I, I had to, I couldn't play around because the man, the, the conversation, the conversation is going from bad to scary. But um, and for me to say that, it means it's terrible. But do you like to use Uber when you are traveling um, solo or even in a group? Are you an Uber fan? Uh, Uber, I've only ridden Uber a few times as an individual, which mm. I prefer not to do. I'll do mm. Uber with a group or, you know, I, when me and my sister went out to Vegas, we did Uber there. Um, but a lot of times when I do travel, I prefer to have my own transportation, especially if it, if you're not in a, um, a city where everything is close. And right. so I have more control. So, but, but along with that, having your own transportation, you got to make sure that you are, you know, aware of things. Uh, people know what type of car, friends and family know what type of car you're driving. Uh, mm-hmm. You are, 
familiar with I won't say you know because now we have the you know the map and the apps and the Mm -hmm. The GPS. Help us get, the GPS is still yeah. gets us around, but just even doing research before that, so you know your what type of areas you'll be driving through. Make sure you have uh, that roadside <laughs> assistance. I'm sorry, I just want to chime in. Make sure you got your roadside assistance for sure, even if it's on your vehicle that you drive normally when you're at home. Uh, it oh, can I still keep transfer the to a rent- card. Thank mm-hmm. you. I said it could transfer to your rental. Like, make sure because you don't know. Um, where you'll break down at an unfamiliar place. You just want to make sure that you have, I mean, and these are the kind of things that like women know where we're the having to think about. Are, yeah. We're station. thinking about that. Yeah. We have to be aware of that. And it might not be right, but since it is something that we should do to protect ourselves, let's be good at it. You know, let's just make it be second nature, you know, make sure when you're traveling, you know, that you have the proper insurance that you need, you know, um, and, and that you do have things like AAA. So, I asked you about Uber. I I will take Uber. I I don't take Lyft as much, but I I definitely take Uber um, on more than one occasion. Uh, But what about Airbnb? Because, see, I know you do Airbnb, and I do not. I I don't feel like it's safe, and I know that there was that big TikTok thing going around this week about the girlfriends who had rented an Airbnb. Uh, there were there there were supposedly I guess fifteen of them or whatever. They were celebrating, I believe, a birthday, and one mm-hmm. of the girls one of the girls was me, and she said, "I'm paranoid. I think there's cameras in in here." And her girlfriends, you know, they were feeling it, you know, drinking, kicking it. They on a you know they in an Airbnb. It's, I guess it's a lovely place, and they say, "Okay, well you do your thing." And she does find a camera in the bathroom. It was facing the shower. It was in a. a outlet that they said never worked and she found it within 24 hours of them being there oh Um, wow and it made her feel unsafe and it was a whole tiktok you know tiktok loves to do the Mm -hmm. like pair you know the whole like dramas the sagas that'll be like two or three parts and of course they called the police the police i think found other cameras in the place uh airbnb refunded them the money which is too little too late because the girl was the girl who was making the video was like i i used that shower the night before and she said the things that we oh she said oh i hope whatever they were recording i hope it's never released and i said yeah that's the problem (laughs) so so i know that i am not a fan of airbnbs just in general it's Uh, um mm -mm. i just you know what i like a hotel a nice one actually i think i've only stayed at one airbnb and it actually was out of the country did they have cameras (laughs) uh I don't know. I felt safe. I didn't feel like I was being watched, but I did watch a film, a movie on Netflix called The Rental, which was about cameras mm. in an Airbnb. And Ooh. so um, I would prefer the only thing I really Airbnbs for, I guess, groups or families, but there's other uh, uh, there's other rental, uh, you know, places like vrbo or something yeah like that. yeah verbal. i i i don't i don't if i'm going on a trip i don't want to have to clean up after myself like that don't i that's not like a hotel money. i'm just yeah. gonna go stay at a hotel like because mm-hmm. i got upset girl they try to say that now hotels are not trying to um clean every day i said oh no that's a lie no 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 that's why i'm here uh, this is what makes it a vacation for all those extra <laughs> fees they got Resort fee. Resort fee. Yes, honey. And it's not even a resort. It's a hotel. (laughs) They got extra 
depending on what state you're i'm like ooh, make it make sense but no i i'm i'm at the hotel and like i said i want to be at a nice hotel because i have i have left hotels where i'm like oh wait mm -mm, that's not what i signed up for i hard pass hard pass Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and leave i call it the cost of being grown so i'm like no mm -mm, this don't feel right what airbnb they don't go out and check those houses those those houses or or places that are using their you know their company to rent out you know to vacationers that i don't they don't go check all those houses to make sure that there's no cameras in them Mm-mm, no girl that's why i said no and and you have to wonder who put the camera there was it the owner of the home you know because like i i have a i have a cousin oh who had that's a, true had an airbnb because see a lot of times people think it's some random person but a random person won't continue to have access to the house it's right. typically the property owners and i had a cousin who had an airbnb for a while and they had to get rid of it because they said the stress you know they were like every time they had to come in and clean because they wouldn't hire a cleaning staff they want to come in and see the damage or see what was done to their place and, and they people were like, are nasty yeah they were like just seeing how people just disrespect because they still love that home like they were airbnb it but it was still mm-hmm. you know their home and so they were just they were like no nah, they couldn't do it <laughs> they said the stress they were like it's more stressful you know to come in and, and see people just being super disrespectful um, in their home like you said people are nasty they're disrespectful they break things i mean because it's not their home so they don't always treat it you know even with the the fees and the, the penalties. extra fees yeah i was like what mm, yeah Mm-mm, no so i was like now but see, i'll tell you this i'll leave it just how it was when i got there i'm not doing no extra sh- oh yeah no i don't blame you i don't blame you on that one i think the only time i stayed in the airbnb uh, was with, was with the family members that actually you know had the Airbnb right. and um, it was it was in Hawaii and it was beautiful and it was by the beach and there was a reason I mean because they were there for more than a week or two you know if you're gonna mm-hmm. be someplace for a long time I understand it um, and I definitely didn't feel like there were cameras in that but still because I didn't know I still moved differently though I still didn't you know I don't know I still wasn't super super like free and ridiculous you know because i was like i don't know where the camera is or where right. it's not i and mean kind- there could be cameras in the hotel rooms from the previous person that stayed there too you just you you never know who's watching you it's not always somebody's watching you just never know yeah. and i get no privacy well that's true well okay then last thing as we kind of wrap up <laughs> this kind of portion of women being safe traveling dating the whole nine i know that you have recently started saint x and you know we've been going back and forth about the it's a new show on hulu and we've been going back and forth about it because uh it's inspired by one of the most like significant moments for me that happened as a teenager um, because I am a year older than Natalie Holloway because I think it happened the year after we graduated from high school and and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's inspired by Natalie Holloway and her story. Um, And it's about traveling and traveling with people and just girl code. I almost say like girl code, girl code, girl code. When you're traveling with your friends though, Monica, is there any girl code that is like a deal breaker like, you just if someone does this you're not messing with them or if they don't do this you're looking at them suspect like do you have any girl code when you travel yeah i mean if it's i mean if we have a group of more than if it's if it's a group Mm -hmm. if we go out you're not 
unless you know we can see you from the balcony walking <laughs> to the beach yeah but if it's you know if it depending on the environment and the people there for example when we when i was in mexico because mm-hmm. the place that we were staying at so uh some of the women we would you know i didn't but some of them would go down to the themselves or mm-hmm. go to the restaurant because it was still within that uh that resort location mm-hmm. and there's security over there there there's security mm-hmm. by the pool there's security by the gate mm-hmm. there's security in the restaurant so they felt comfortable that's fine but outside of that if you're not familiar or you weren't from Mexico we, we were going out in twos okay if it, if it wasn't all four of us uh I like I that. Made sure that I, like I was, that. yeah. I made sure. I mean, I'm a light drinker now, so I always stay alert. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how I do. Because you know, some people don't know their tolerance, or they just. Yeah, I'm a proud designated driver typically, so I'm. I, it is what it is. Um, I, I've sometimes it feels like you're you having to babysit your friends, but mm-hmm. I do want to make sure that everyone gets home safely. And from the Natalie, Natalie Holloway story, I always took away, um, you know, all the, you know, she went on vacation to Aruba, senior class trip, just to kind of fill people in in case they're not familiar with um, what happened with Natalie, uh, class trip, you know, ends up leaving with three guys that she did not know. And then, of course, never seen again. Um, and for for me, I always was bothered with the fact that her girlfriends, because this is a high school trip, that her girlfriends were okay with letting her go with three strange men that she didn't know on an island. You know, like I, I feel like sometimes people think that they're on islands, so then that it's safer. But don't be don't be fooled. You you need to be aware. And so it kind of has that incident kind of has dictated how I've moved um, from 21 and up going out with my girlfriends, you know, being the designated driver or being the one who, you know, keeps their wits about them. It makes you question if those were really her friends. Was there some jealousy or envy there? Cause why would you, you know? Yeah. That was a hater move. That was a hater. And, and when I was thinking about it, I said, you and I, and no one, no one might want to ruin their trip. See, that's the thing. Sometimes I think people get kind of selfish. Like, well, I don't want to ruin my trip. I, I'm here too. And I need to be able to have fun or do whatever I want to do. But you and I, we were on vacation and we were, you know, it was DC where we were at at the time. And we were young. We were in our early twenties and, uh, we just an associate somebody who was in the group that we were with so not even someone that we had a whole deep relationship with I knew that she was a mom and had four kids but you know she had been roofied and we found her in the bathroom and we stayed with her and in her group of women that were supposed to be her girlfriends they had all disappeared and everybody was so happy to get the free drinks I'm like I'm never that thirsty and ladies we've said it a million times on this and and family because it's for everybody (laughs) Don't be so damn thirsty that you end up in a milk on, on a, a, a milk carton box, you know, or on a missing poster. Okay, it's not that serious. And um, this this woman had been definitely roofied, um, and she was in a bad state when we when we discovered her. And this is with the bathroom attendant because we weren't even at no right. low brow type of place. No. Uh, and so like I'm like, what's the bath? What is the point of the bathroom attendant? What are you in here doing? Because this lady is obviously messed up in there but um, we took care of her it it put a a spin on our night but it gave us a really good life lesson I think so I always think about the Natalie Holloway thing and I'm Mm -hmm. my girl code is no 
if you don't, if you guys are on vacation and you don't know that person, um, who they're leaving with, have some things in place. I understand people want to experiment, experience being wild and free, but mm-hmm. have some, have some checks and balances, you know, right. even if it's taking the license plate of the car, even if it's, you know, capturing the people on video, even if it's getting their supposed name, you know, anything that could help, help if the worst case scenario happens. So I guess that's my well, girl code for traveling. That's for traveling and even not traveling, going back to, I guess, online dating, because there mm-hmm. was a lady she had went on a first date with this guy to the um, Seattle Mariners game <gasps> a couple months ago. Yes, girlfriend. Yes. And oh. she ended up dead. Um, they finally arrested the guy. But yeah. Yeah. And that was crazy because I think he tried to come after her son or something wild. I, was, I don't know. Yeah, it was just that that whole thing. So just kind of, you know, it, it's spring. So I guess the also the reason why we're talking about this uh, is because spring is here. People are out about, like like Monica said, it's going to be warm in the Northwest um, this weekend and possibly warm all over the country. And so people are wanting to get out. You're wanting to shake your tail feather, you know, dip your back, bend it, you know, go places, be seen, be cute. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to live your best life, but just a little ounce of prevention. Mm-hmm. Is worth a pound of cure. I love that expression that the old people would tell me, and I took it to heart. You know, you can be out here thinking you can <laughs> uh, dip it and do it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just be just be a little wise. You know, just just a little wisdom, just a little wisdom. Not don't don't be afraid to live your best life, but just some things to have in place so mm-hmm. that you get home safe. That was always my mission when I go out with my girlfriends. Everybody get home safe. We have a good time. Get home safe. We able to laugh oh, and, about and it that's an, the next yeah. day. And that's another thing. Yeah. Whenever I go somewhere, or, you know, girlfriends be like, text me when you get home, you know, text mm-hmm. or call me when you get home. Yes. So. Yeah. To make that a reality. Okay. So now, Monica, <laughs> moving right along, I know that we are getting ready to go into a brand a new month. Um, we're not going to do our normal monthly recap because... We were talking about important stuff, honey, dating and getting out in the mix. But I do want to shout out a few dates to remember until we get together again. The first is that May 1st is May Day. So, you know, a lot of times people... Seattle, get ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly... uh, Big cities in general, any place where they're they're known to protest or have gatherings of workers or different things like that just be aware that you know it no, is call it a protest it's not a gathering it's a protest you know let's watch the words it, it ain't a gathering because it's them folks it's a protest they acting up look well we've seen them act up in the past we don't know how they're going to act in 2023 we don't want to put any you know uh, negative energy out there but it is may 1st coming up so be aware it is also Um, Cinco de Mayo on the 5th. So we do want to kind of shout that out. Um, I do like that on May 2nd is known as um, like foster, um, I believe it's foster care appreciation day or Mm -hmm. um, national foster care day. Um, And it's also National Teachers Appreciation Day. So I do want to kind of shout that out. And believe it or not, it's National Brothers and Sisters Day. So May 2nd, really be about your family. You know, right. Um, and applaud all- them teachers because I couldn't do it. Y'all kids is too much for me. I'm just letting you know that's not my calling. 
No, we, honey, we discussed that on last week's episode. Heck, after we seen that teacher have to fight for her life, <clears throat> no, thank you. A uh, hard pass on teaching your badass kids. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> no, see, I like kids that are good. I like home training kids. Okay, kids that know that there is some accountability and respectability that has to be. That's the part of the societal contract. Okay, <laughs> anything else is too much. Mm-hmm. Also, um, <clears throat> May fourth is National Self-Employed Day. So I don't know if that's like Entrepreneur Day, but I appreciate that. It's also National Day of Prayer. So I do, you know, shout out May 4th. And then, of course, May 5th sends us into Cinco de Mayo, African World Heritage Day. So I kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like that um, vibe. And then also, also uh, for May, the month of May is AAPI, so Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So, you know, shout out to our AAPI brothers and sisters. Um, it also is Jewish American Heritage Month. So, you know, good time to learn about some other people, some other people who have had struggles as well and are being resilient. Um, so, you know, fun, fun ways to start off May. Like I said, May is that kind of month. Also, May 6th, which is Saturday, is going to be the Kentucky Derby, if all things are the way they're supposed to be, because typically the Get Derby... Get your bets on! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the Derby is the first week uh, weekend or first Saturday of the month of May. So get your big hats, get your bets ready, um, and enjoy the Derby. Do you ever watch the Kentucky Derby, uh, Monica? No. I've never, never once. Have you watched the Derby? No, no, not. It's not something that I am really interested in. Now, if someone invites me to go, I'll dress up and go on the hat you know I'll step out but <laughs> okay but yeah no I understand like I I'll watch the derby horses are that's the only time that I can really deal with horses because you know how I feel about horses in general uh and so but the derby you know I love the hats I love the fashion I love seeing the people win it is a spectacle I mean that thing could be on for like five or six hours and the race is really like only <laughs> like less than a minute I mean the horses go around and you know and they win I like trying to guess which you know based off of the name who's going to be the winner but you know I'm not a gambler so it, it never phases me either way but mm-hmm. um I I do appreciate the pomp and circumstance and so Mm, that no, is something I, I'd rather ride a horse than watch some horses <laughs> and see and everyone is different you know like I said I feel a certain <laughs> way about the horses I'm gonna watch them because I don't have to step in they poo be around no 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 you know me and animals uh I love them from afar way way far away from me so um <laughs> so Monica I know we always have a good business of the month uh, of the week I'm sorry um, is there any uh, business that you're going to shout out this week that we should know about? Because last yeah, week you were, so... last week, girl, that, that fashion, I mean, I had people reach out to me on a side note and go, oh, that, that was the good tip she gave about how to recycle your clothing and, you know, that, that company, the, the company. Four that days. You, yes, uh-huh. girl, with the bag and you send in that, that bag of crap. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. That was they, amazing. They, the four days needs to, yeah, four days sponsorship. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> I wore a sweatsuit last, uh, this past week and <laughs> I went to the chiropractor. They're like, your outfit's cute and all this. But I had got it from four days because they'll have like flash sales. Yes. Uh, it might be $7, $9 or $15. Oh. Every blue moon they'll have a flash sale and I had 
picked up quite a few I credits from okay. them. So, you know, okay. just make sure you stay, stay in their email loop. But um, for this week, mm-hmm. uh, the business on the heels of everything we talk about of traveling and sexual mm-hmm. assault, it is called the greet.her app. Mm. And it basically helps women travel safer around the world when you're mm. solo traveling. Okay. Greet. Will you spell that out for us, Monica? G-R-E-E-T. Greet. Like greetings. Greet.her. Uh-huh. And it's an app. Okay, agreed. Dot her app. Okay, well, honey, I definitely sounds that sounds like something you should have in your life because it is about to be summer, summer, summer time. You know, and everyone's gonna be out in the mix now. Um, as we get ready to wrap it up, though, any lessons, any takeaways you're taking from April and that you're gonna grow with in May? <laughs> you know, I I I stay reflecting. Um, mm-hmm. That's real. So, you know, and I actually had reflected on a some conversations, some interactions I had with someone and I had to you know go into unresolved wounds. Mm-hmm. And I had cuz we had ended some communication and I had to actually really think about them. And I was like, "Ooh, child that's a that's a that's a that's a trigger and I see where that comes from and that's why I got up you know I I was sensitive or got upset with the person mm-hmm. but I went ahead and you know I explained that to them like I you I let down a wall let down some mm-hmm. wall, you know became vulnerable because that was a lot for me to express to them but I um they were appreciative and, you know, things have resumed to, you know, with my, with my, you know, with one, one of my friends. So I, yeah, person or they're actually open to me explaining and processing that based on their, what they're, you know, what they're going through. It, It could be a lot. It definitely could be. Okay, I like that reflection. And you're definitely always doing the work. So that's good. Uh, I know for me, when I look back at this month, um, it is a little bit about what you mentioned, reflection and and grace as well. Giving, you know, that's kind of one of the the new trends, uh, trending wording, giving yourself grace or having soft seasons. And I was reminded, I'm like, we've been talking about that before it was, you know, a, a trending topic. Um, last year, we were having a conversation on the podcast and you so brilliantly said, I'm delicate. And you were like, no, no, no. I, I don't want people to be out here thinking I'm delicate. And I, I really realized that during the month of April, sometimes when you're going through things, you, you coming at them so strong, so hard. Um, but then part of my walking by faith journey is realizing that God will fight my battle and that sometimes I need to just sit back and realize I am delicate. And mm-hmm. that is why every battle is not for me to fight. And so um, that was kind of my reflection on May is like giving myself enough grace to sit myself down and watch things work out the way they're supposed to. And that is really hard um, when you feel like you want to be in control or um, you know how you have expectations and how you want things to go and how they should go. But sometimes you just have to really let go, let God, 
and just sit back and just be delicate. So that's that Virgo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, Hey, well, you know, so April, I really um, reflected on that now that I'm looking back over April and um, I, I enjoyed my delicate month and um, I'm looking forward to incorporating that in my, my life throughout the year, those moments of grace and, and, delicacy you know where I'm like oh wow I am delicate uh okay so Monica is there anything else that I'm forgetting to tell the people today I did also want to mention this past week the 23rd through the 29th was infertility awareness week yeah. uh so consult with your doctor your herbalist fertility specialist um there's lots of information you know online uh great herbs teas to drink red mm -hmm. raspberry red clover black cohosh cohosh so just that you know fyi you know there it's 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 like you said that's that's a delicate conversation mm -hmm. yep but so. you never know who is trying to have a child or having issues with their fertility you know might not be something that they're comfortable speaking of so you know at least you can support them and be aware that this is a real issue and a real topic out there so all right then it sounds like on that note <laughs> uh, everyone enjoy the week ahead and we will talk to you soon be kind peace Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. Mm. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. <laughs> Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. <laughs> Bye.